Previously, Issy Braddock, Drew Stoneman, and Kate Streeter found out that they were secret heirs to the Harridges, founders of the town of Harridge, Nevada, and keepers of many dark secrets. At the heart of the family's empire was Harridge House, a place of foreboding doom and lies. Over their months at Harridge House, Issy, Drew, and Kate took their place as rightful Harridges, along with all the sorrow and deception that came with it. In a world-altering battle, the Harridges fought against Deborah Ramden as she sought to bring forth the evil Ancient One, Asgoth. During the chaos, a wave of cosmic energy was released. Issy, Drew, and Kate, distraught over their fates in life, seized hold of this energy and used it to alter the world, creating a new reality. But what is this new reality? Now, Secrets of Heritage House, created by John Adams and Scott Young. Now, Charlie, I really can't stay. That's what you say every time, Mom. And then, three hours later, we'll still be having the same argument. Just the one cup of tea, dear. And we aren't always having the same argument. We hardly argue at all. We discuss. Mm. Oh, imagine my disgust at all we discuss. I'm just saying your seven older brothers all have children, even Tony. And he's single. Like you. And, and I say this with a mother's love, kind of homely. Oh, good for Tony and all homely parents everywhere. But I'm not having kids. Really, Charlie, dear, it's the year 2040. Just because you're not married doesn't mean you can't have kids. Oh, that's a relief because I don't want to get married either. <laughs> don't be silly. Everybody wants to get married, Charlie. Oh, you wanted to get married so much. You did it four times. And each one was an improvement over the last. Here, let me show you something. Laura! Mom, who are you talking to? Well, what do you call it then? Laura, Lana, Liza, that electronic gizmo you're always talking into. <laughs> uh, you mean my Linda device? That's it, Linda. I am Linda, Charlie's digital assistant tool. How may I assist you? I can never get used to talking to these things. Don't be such a technophobe, Mom. Linda tools have been around forever. Besides, you had Siri and Alexa back in the 2020s. The Linda system is just the latest improvement. You know, like each of your marriages. Please play the video file I sent my daughter last night. Oh, God, Mom, no. Accessing video. Charlie's beautiful and miraculous seven-hour birth, part 12. Linda, cancel request. Video playback canceled. I do not need to see that again. The last thing I want to watch is you shooting me onto the delivery room floor Please, out of your- Please, just think about what I said, dear. Now, I really must go. I'm meeting with my latest wedding planner. Oh, the joys of being a June bride. Again. <laughs> Later, Mom. Goodbye, Charlie, dear. Linda, read headline news. Headline news for October 30th, 2040. In world news, Global Peace Summit talks resume in New Geneva with leaders optimistic about speedy resolutions. In business news, popular Las Vegas eatery Roxy's Restaurant files to go public, opening the potential for franchises across the United States and worldwide. In sports news, steroid scandals continue to rock the pickleball world. 
players remain on edge. And in entertainment news, industrial synth music superstar Dee Goth will debut her newest single to a sold-out crowd at Madison Square Garden tonight. Fans of the rock legend are lined up for several blocks. Dee Goth? Ugh, kind of edgy for my taste. Mom, if you're coming back to show me pictures of my first diaper rash, I, uh... You're not my mom. No, you're Charlie McAllister. Might be. Who are you, kid? My name is Annie Riley. My grandmother knew your mother. May I come in? If you're looking for my mom, you just missed her. Yes, I saw Jeanette McAllister leave. I waited for her to go. Charlie, Jeanette McAllister is not your mother. If you're trying to say I'm adopted or something, I've got news for you. Not exactly. Believe me, I have no doubt I sprung from Jeanette McAllister's very childbearing womb. Linda, play video, Charlie's beautiful and miraculous... Let me rephrase. In a manner of speaking, Jeanette McAllister is your mother, at least in this reality. In this reality? This is not the true reality. What did you say your name was? Here. Uh, what is that? Some kind of flint? It's a runestone. Touch it. I think you should go. Please, just a quick touch of your fingertips. So much depends on this. I suppose touching your silly rock can't hurt. Mom, Brooklyn got her muddy cleats all over the carpet again. It's not that bad. You're such a pain, Charlotte. Girls, stop shouting. I'm on a work call. Sorry, Sorry Daddy. Daddy. It's okay, Brooklyn. We can clean it up. Charlotte, can you grab a wet rag? Of course, Mommy. Thanks, Charlotte, sweetie. You know how much I rely on you to take care of this family. Uh, what, what was that? I saw visions of myself as a little girl, but that wasn't my life. In the true reality, you were known not as Charlie McAllister, but Charlotte Streeter. Charlotte Streeter? That name, it's like it's just at the tip of my memory. Uh, who are those people? Think. Think and try to remember, Charlotte. Wait, uh, that other girl, Brooklyn, she was my sister, my twin. Yes. And that man, Richard, my father? Odious man. And the woman, her name was uh, Kate. She was my uh, mother. Kate Streeter. Kate Streeter. It's all starting to come back to me. How is this possible? Do you remember Harridge House? Harridge House? That place sounds familiar. It was uh, a mansion? Uh, Brooklyn and I lived there for a few weeks, I think. I can't quite place it. Um, Linda, what is Harridge House? Accessing data on Harridge House. Harridge House was the primary location for Secrets of Harridge House a supernatural-themed audio drama that ran from 2020 to 2022. It was followed closely by a spin-off series Wait, that... audio drama? Harridge House was some kind of radio show? In this universe, yes. When the true reality fractured, it left tiny fragments throughout. Some of these bits present themselves as memories, such as the ones you're starting to regain. But other fractures... Present themselves as a radio show from 20 years ago? Seriously? If this is some kind of immersive, viral marketing trick... This is no trick. I'm not sure I believe any of this. But these memories I'm having of that other life, they're becoming more vivid by the second. 
I remember birthday parties, vacations, our old house in Coos Bay, Oregon. I'm curious, really curious. Uh, Linda, play the first episode of Secrets of Harridge House. Playing Secrets of Harridge House, Season 1, Episode 1. Harridge, Nevada. Named for the man who founded it. Located that voice. Center in the state, she sounds so familiar. Keep listening. Civilization. It's not the friendliest place around. The residents yeah. don't care much for visitors. I remember that now. That yeah, Harridge Nevada House place, place was like something out of a nightmare. Most of those secrets involve Josiah Harridge and his descendants. My name is Linda Steinkamp. I'm one of the few servants left at Harridge House. Linda. I know where I recognize her voice from. She sounds just like my Linda digital assistant operating system. Another fragment revealing the true reality. You mean there's a real person fueling the Linda operating system? Charlotte, Charlie, I need you to listen to me. 18 years ago, in the true reality, my grandmother brought your mother and her siblings to Harridge House. Now, I must do the same for you and your own siblings. My siblings? Why do I think you're not talking about my seven older brothers? And we're coming to you live from outside Madison Square Garden, where fans of industrial synth rock superstar Dee Goth are lined up for tonight's show. And here's one of the fans right now. Excuse me, miss. What's your name and where are you from? I'm Brooke Pearson from right here in Manhattan. And you're a D-Goth fan, right? Totally. Whenever she sings... D-Goth rules. Uh, I'm talking D-Goth rules. D-Goth rules. Listeners, we've got a treat for you now. Right here in line for tonight's show is the one and only James Earl Cox III. James is not only the writer and star of the cult classic film Lamageddon, but he's also a D-Goth mega fan. <laughs> That's right, man. I've got front row seats tonight. D-Goth rules. Can you tell the listeners what your sign says? <laughs> Marry me in hell, D-Goth. <laughs> See, I think D-Goth and I have this special connection. Ever since I heard her sing, you didn't heed my warning, <laughs> man, I knew she was my icon. D-Goth speaks to all of us who understand that music and art are supposed to Excuse me. You told that reporter your name is Brooke Pearson? Yeah. Hey, I recognize you. You're that famous chef out of Las Vegas. Rosie something? Roxy. Roxy Lawrence. Right. I saw you on Halloween Good Morning. What? I can have more interest than just industrial synth music. Are you here with the news crew? No. I'm here about something far more important than some concert. May we talk, Brooklyn? Talk away, lady. I've got time. I've been camped out overnight, and we've still got most of the day before they even let us in. Oh, and it's just Brooke, not Brooklyn. That's part of why I'm here. I know this may sound strange, but I need you to trust me. All will be clear if you just touch this little Dude, is that a runestone? Awesome. Been meaning to get one of those for my belly button ring. Let me touch it. Well, that was easier than I expected. What am I seeing? Who are these people? Is that my family? All these new memories flooding into my brain. Brooklyn, I think you're gonna miss your concert tonight. 
I know it's a lot to take in, Owen. So let me get this straight, Officer Bob. Ben. Just Ben. I haven't been in law enforcement for some time now. I only wore my old sheriff's uniform so your school would let me in to see you. So, Sheriff Ben, you dress up in this old-timey uniform? It's not that old-timey. Have me pulled out of trigonometry. I'm not condoning skipping class. Take me to this dumpy diner. I wanted someplace we could talk. Make me start downloading this weirdo radio show from like 80 years ago. 18 years ago. Listening to Secrets of Harry Chows will help you prepare. And now you tell me I'm not really Owen Jameson from Portland, Oregon? I'm Owen Streeter from Heritage, Nevada? That's the gist of it. <laughs> this is like the most exciting thing that's happened to me in weeks. I've got to text my boyfriend. Listen, Owen. You saw what happened when you touched the runestone back at your school. Yeah, that was a trip. I saw a whole different world. One with magic, ghosts, and demons. So you believe me? You believe this world we're living in isn't the true reality? I'm not sure what I believe right now. Fair. But we don't have much time for you to decide. My colleagues are making contact with your sisters as we speak. Sisters? Huh. That word feels so strange. I've always been an only child. You've actually got a very big family, Ellen. The Streeters and the Harridges, and they need your help. Everyone does. Damn. When Miss Gibson told me a cop was waiting for me in the principal's office, I thought they'd just found more pot at my locker. <laughs> You're definitely Kate's son. That was my real mom's name? Kate? Yes. My mom? I mean, the mom I knew in this reality? She died last year. I'm very sorry to hear that, Owen. But this other mom, this Kate, you knew her in your reality? Yes, I, I knew her very well. Holy crap, you're my dad, aren't you? Please tell me I'm going to inherit your jawline. No, no, nothing like that. Kate was already pregnant with you when we met, but we grew very close. And for a while, I hope we might, well, never mind. I'm sorry to rush you, Owen, but we have a plane to catch. Finish up that milkshake. Cool. Let me just text my boyfriend again. Oh, and my girlfriend, too. Huh. Yeah, you're definitely Kate's son. And you're definitely Drew's nephew. Where are we headed, anyway? We're meeting up with my colleagues, Annie and Roxy, in Las Vegas. Sweet! I can try out my new fake ID. Thanks for shutting down your restaurant, Roxy. This will be a good base of operations while we figure out our next steps. I look at it this way, Annie. If we don't succeed, I'll have more problems than not being able to sell Roxy's famous ham fritters for a few days. Besides, the only reason I even opened this place was to fund the work the three of us are doing. And look at you now, celebrity chef. And I'm happy to give it all away in a heartbeat, Ben. I know you are. It's all up to us now, while well, us and Kate's kids. How are they settling in? Okay, I guess. They're in the break room, getting acquainted. How do you even get acquainted with someone who's your sibling in the true reality, but a stranger in this one? So, I'm Charlie McAllister, or as you may remember me, Charlotte Streeter, and I'm from Santa Fe. Hi, Hi Charlie. Charlie. <laughs> it's okay, guys. This isn't a Streeter Anonymous meeting. Right. So I'm Brooke Pearson, a.k.a. Brooklyn Streeter. I'm from New York, and I'm supposed to be in line for the Degoth concert right now. Degoth? Nice. Oh, so I'm Owen Jameson. 
Unlike you two and apparently every one of our relatives on that radio show, Owen's not short for anything. It's just Owen. And I'm here from Portland, the Oregon one. I guess that's not too far from where the streeters, where our family lived, Raccoon Bay. Coos Bay. Coos Bay, Oregon. I recognized the town name as soon as I heard it on the radio show. Had Roxy told you we used to live there, Brooke? No, I remembered it from our life. I'm starting to remember more and more about the true reality. Some things, anyway. More than I did when Roxy first approached me in New York. I am, too. (laughs) I remember you being a total know-it-all when we were kids, Charlie. Charlotte. (laughs) And I remember how you used to track mud all over Mom's clean carpet. Brooklyn. We couldn't both be joy killers. Hey, the true reality version of me takes offense at that remark. It sounds like you two had a lot of fun. When we weren't trying to kill each other. Do you remember anything from the true reality, Owen? Not really, Charlie. I'm only 18. If what Sheriff Ben says is true, the world switched over when I was just a baby. What do you two remember about that other me? I'm sorry, Owen. We'd already gone back to Coos Bay by the time you were born. We never met you. Oh, right. Yeah. I heard that episode. Season 2, episode 13. But I know how thrilled we were when Mom told us she was pregnant. Really? Totally. We couldn't wait to meet you. And now, we finally get to. Don't get all sappy with me, sis. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I'll ever get used to that word, sis. The weirdest thing for me is, even though I'm remembering the other place, The true reality? I'm remembering this reality, too. Same, Charlie. I've got two sets of memories rumbling around my head. That sounds painful. It's actually kind of nice. I like my life here, but I also like my life there. At, At least up until the end. I mean, our dad was a jerk. Nicer than the word I would have used. But we had a good childhood otherwise. So I kind of like having both sets of memories. It's a difficult adjustment for some of us, but I'm glad to see you've eased into it, Charlie. Hi, Roxy. I take it you've got the dual memories going on in your head, too? Yes, Brooke. It's rare for anyone to remember the true reality. But it can happen, particularly to those of us who were close to the events that happened at Harridge House, like Ben and I were. So you and Sheriff Ben didn't have to touch the magical runestone thingies like the rest of us did? No, Owen. Over the years, we slowly started remembering on our own. What about Annie, the woman who brought me here? She looks like she's still a teenager. She can't remember much from 18 years ago, regardless of which reality we're talking about. We enlisted Annie a few months ago. She helped us find the three of you, Charlie, just like her grandmother once found your mother. Season 1, Episode 1. This is so weird. I can't believe my childhood has somehow been turned into a radio show. Me neither, Brooke. Back in Portland, when Sheriff Ben had me start downloading Secrets of Heritage House, I figured he was just into LARPing. LARPing? L-A-R-P. Live action role play. One of my girlfriends is really into it. Did you guys finish this series? Yeah. Yeah, I heard the last episode right before I got here. I'm not quite done. Coming from Santa Fe, Annie and I didn't have as much travel time for me to listen. Do you mind if I catch up? Sure, but can I check in on Madison Square Garden first? I know we're saving the world and all that, but it's killing me to miss this concert. Dee Goth is going to debut her new single tonight. No time for that, Brooke. But Charlie, yes, please finish listening to the program. 
It's important that you hear all of it. Linda, resume playback of Secrets of Harwich House finale. Resuming playback. They've made it to the door. This is right where I left off. Linda's spell had made the Harwich girls corporeal, and they were fighting off Deborah and the hypnotized townspeople. And here's where it goes off the rails. Look, the Harwich ghosts, they blocked the door to Asgoth's realm. The door is staying closed. We've stopped Asgoth, Roxy. We... Roxy, where are you going? I'm taking care of Deborah Ramden once and for all. <coughs> A hit on the head for my frying pan should do it. Deborah Ramden is down for the count. <laughs> We've won, Roxy. We've won. But they didn't really win, did they, Roxy? No, Owen, they didn't. So the Harridges have triumphed in the battle to end all battles. The world was safe. All the Harridges retired to Harridge House for a night of joy and celebration. Hey, everyone. Linda. Now that we've defeated Asgoth, I've got some exciting news. Roxy asked me to marry her. And she said yes. Knock, knock. May I come in? Who are you? You look just like Linda. My name is Kelly Walcott. I was given a letter and asked to come here, to Heritage House. I was told I'd find my family here. Kelly! You're Kelly, my long-lost twin sister. Linda! Oh, it's wonderful to finally meet you. I've wanted this for so long. What an amazing day. And did I hear you say you're getting married, Linda? If you're interested, I'm an ordained minister. So Linda finally meets her missing twin, Kelly, and Kelly just happens to be a minister? Isn't that a little convenient? Keep listening, Charlie. I've got good news, too. Ben, you gave me quite the bump on the head back in the sheriff's station. Yeah. Sorry about that, Izzy. No, no, it's good, actually. It knocked some sense into me. My memories are back. I know what happened to me during that missing decade. I can finally put my past behind me and start a new future. I applied for a teaching position. In Edinburgh. Good for you, Izzy. Thanks, Drew. And what's next for you now that we've defeated Asgoth? After working with Josiah so long, I realized I had more supernatural abilities than I ever gave myself credit for. I had enough magic left in me to bring Liz and Ray back to life. <laughs> Hi, everyone. What's up, Heritages? to bring Blake and Emmy back to life, too. But Blake turned me down flat. 
why would we want to be human again? As ghosts, we don't have a bedtime, we're never too old for toys, and we don't have to eat broccoli. Oh, Blake. <laughs> I'm a little scared. Sometimes an ending isn't an ending at all. Sometimes an ending is just a prism of happiness that shines on us for the rest of our days. My name is Sandra Harridge. We hope you've enjoyed this presentation of Secrets of Harridge House. Ending playback. That ending felt a little off. You think, Charlie? It was too pat and tidy. I wanted edginess and angst, like a Degoth song. That just seemed to wrap up everything in a neat bow. When it comes to Heritage House, there are few happy endings. Okay, Roxy, what really happened that day 18 years ago? <sighs> Very well, Charlie. It's time you all knew the truth. It continues its taunting advance after so many millennia in this fiery realm. Being imprisoned here an additional 18 mortal years should seem trivial. Yet trivial it is not. But the barriers between realities weaken daily. In this way, time is kind as well as cruel. Soon I shall open the door again. Soon I shall wreak vengeance on those pathetic carriages for the pitiful obstacles they used to delay me. Soon I shall rip the flesh from their bodies and save an marrow from their bones. Soon I shall destroy the entire world. So say I. So says Asgard. Part one of the two-part Secrets of Heritage House finale will continue after this break. And we're back live from outside Madison Square Garden. Degon, the she-devil of industrial synth rock music herself, is set to take the stage in just a few hours. Fans have been camped out for days, and the doors are finally opening. And these aren't just fans, folks. These are mega, mega, mega fans. And I'm being swarmed by a sea of eyeliner, tattoos, and facial piercing. Why all the excitement? Well, the buzz is that tonight, Degon will debut her own way to do single and... Charlie, I was listening to that. It's my Linda device, Brooke. And besides, Roxy needs to finish her story. You're always so bossy. Sounds like you two are falling back into your old sisterly habits. She, she started, started it. it. Hey, Sheriff Ben. Roxy was about to tell us what really happened that day 18 years ago at the Heritage Mine. You and your sisters should listen up then, Owen. This is the key to everything. Sorry, Roxy. Yeah, we'll focus now. But Charlie really did start it. As I was saying, the day the true reality fractured, Linda and I were in the mine. Josiah had just walked her through the spell to empower the Harridge ghosts to strike against Deborah and her minions. We heard that part on the radio show. But that's where things changed, Owen. 
Unlike what you heard on the radio show, the Heritage ghosts did not arrive in time. Deborah's hypnotized minions managed to open the door to Asgoth's realm, at least briefly. In those horrible moments, a sliver of Asgoth's psyche emerged from the doorway. He transformed Deborah's body, turning her into his own demonic image. Damn. The Harridges were able to shut the door before Asgoth could fully emerge, delaying the Ancient One's advent. But in many ways, it was too late. How so? The cosmic energy that was released was too much, Charlie. It swelled around the mine and was released into the town. Cosmic energy? That's gotta be bad, right? That must be it, Brooke. The cosmic energy. That's how the true reality was replaced with this new reality. What? My LARPing girlfriend is also a sci-fi nerd. She's taught me some stuff. Very good, Owen. So this evil entity, Asgoth, used the excess cosmic energy to replace the true reality with this new reality? But why? I wish it were that simple, Charlie. But it was not Asgoth who created the reality we now know. Then who? Deborah? Oh, wait, no! Josiah? I never trusted him when I was listening to the episodes. It wasn't Deborah who created this reality. Or Josiah. It was your mother. Your mother and her siblings. What? Izzy, Drew, and Kate had their lives upended when they arrived at Harridge House. They went through months of torment and loss. Torment and loss they blamed on their new lives. For Izzy, after already losing so many years of her life, she was finally looking for a new kind of peace. The death of her birth mother, Amelia, took that from her. Drew realized that he truly loved Liz and Ray, just as they were brutally killed in part of the Harridge's war with Deborah Randon. And Kate, Kate, she was lied to, framed for murder, and ultimately died giving birth to you, Owen, only to become a ghost and lose her three children all over again. Ben and your mother grew very close in a very short period of time. He and I differ in how we view Kate's actions that day. But even if I can't forgive Issy, Drew, and Kate for what they did, I can certainly understand why they did it. I understand loss all too well now. Roxy, what happened to Linda? The cosmic energy ignited the dynamite in the mine. Ben arrived just as the mine was caving in. He helped me get you out of the mine, Owen. But Linda... Linda... Linda was not so lucky. Roxy, I'm so sorry. It was clear you two loved each other very much. Love, Charlie. Not loved. Love. You think she's still alive? She's got to be, Brooke. Somehow, anyway. Linda is the voice on the Linda Digital Assistant software. Hello, I am Linda, Charlie's digital assistant tool. How may I assist you? Not now, Linda. My Linda. Denied a real life. Forced to power that artificial intelligence. Once again, she's a servant to the Harridges and the pawn in their deluded games. But Linda is more than just the voice of some electronic tool. I believe she's the glue holding this entire fake reality together. When Annie came to my apartment in Santa Fe, she said there were fragments in this reality, bits and pieces of the true reality, and that Linda was one of them. And we're the rest. Over the years... A few of us who were connected to the Harridges started to remember what happened. That's how Roxy and I got involved. Guess that's where I come in. Hey, Annie. Eighteen years ago, I was just a baby. There wasn't really much for me to remember of the true reality. 
but Roxy knew the role my grandmother played in bringing your mom to Harridge House. Your grandmother, Helen Riley, right? Is she still alive in this reality? Is she still a private investigator? I mean, we heard her die in the show, so... She's long dead here, Charlie. I never knew her. But Roxy told me what happened and had me touch the runestone. When I did, I saw everything. And I knew I had to help. Cool. But maybe not everyone's so eager to get mixed up with ghosts and nether demons. No offense, but even if Charlie Owen and I believe all this, why should we help? Brooke, don't be rude. Not trying to be Charlie. I'm real sorry about Linda and everyone, but I thought it was a big deal when Roxy asked me to give up a concert for all this. Now I may have to give up my whole reality? Believe it or not, I like my life as it is. Fake reality or not. Brooke, Charlie, Owen, by bringing the three of you into this, we're not simply trying to restore the true reality. Remember when I said the Harridges delayed the advent of Asgoth? She didn't say they defeated him. Oh, God. Back in the true reality, I was something of a spiritualist. Even conducted that seance in the Harridge House playroom. Season 1, episode 12. Stop showing off, Owen. But I was never much of a spellcaster. If I had been, maybe I could have saved Linda that day. She's been beating herself up about that for years. Because of that loss, over the years, I've more fully studied the supernatural. Magic, witchcraft, sorcery. As my own abilities grew, I've started to feel an even greater power. An evil power. Asgoth? Yes, Charlie. Asgoth. He's coming back. Soon. And he doesn't care what reality this is. He just wants vengeance. If we're going to stop him... We need to find the Harridges. And once we find the Harridges, we need to convince them to help. That's where you come in, Kate's children. So what? You need us to track down Kate and her siblings in this fake reality? You three are the super sleuths. Couldn't you just find them yourselves? You found all of us. It's not that simple, Charlie. This is not the only reality the Harridges created. In the true reality, it was often said that Harridge House corrupted those it came in contact with. Even those with the purest of hearts were tempted, thanks to that house. Josiah, Drew, so many others. They started off with the best of intentions, but were tempted by magic and madness. Why do I think we're veering into your real mama's bad territory? Not bad exactly, Owen, but selfish. The Harridges siphoned off some of Asgoth's cosmic energy to create this new reality that we all live in but they also created several smaller realities just for themselves. What Annie's talking about, we started to think of these as pocket realities. That's where we'll find the Harridges. The same cosmic energy they used to create their pocket realities is what we need to defeat Asgoth. So we snatch the Harridges from their pocket realities, do a big biff-bam-pow with the ancient one, and everything's good? The Harridges stay in their pocket realities willingly. In these realities, they've created the lives they've always wanted. The lives they might have lived if Josiah and Deborah and Sandra and the rest hadn't manipulated them. You really think we can convince them to leave these perfect paradises they've created for themselves? Why would they? Will they even recognize us? Brooke, my mom, my mom on this earth, she died last year. I'm so sorry, Owen. I know what it's like to hurt like Issy, Drew, and Kate hurt. I guess I just understand what they did, isolating themselves from everything else. 
but I also understand the importance of family, of being there for one another. If we can't convince Issy, Drew, and Kate to fight against Asgoth, who can? All right. I'm in. Me too. If I'm going to have to miss my concert, it might as well be to save all of reality. That's three for three. The Street of Siblings saved the world. So it's off to Harwich House, I guess. Annie will drive Charlie and Brooke in a rental car. What about the rest of us? We've got a stop to make before we head to Harwich. Right here in good old Vegas. Release us immediately, you peon. Nah, I think you and your hubby here are good tied to those chairs. We have done nothing wrong. <laughs> this may not be the fanciest casino in Vegas, but we can spot card counters a mile away. Card counters? Absurd. I would never stoop to such lowly pursuits. Why, I am the royal princess her highness theodosiana dimitrialia brandinsky celebrated throughout the land and as wealthy of funding as i am of character uh and i'm uh her husband bl bl uh landon howdy partner i don't think so i don't care how many fake ids you two have we've been keeping tabs on you and all the scams you're running Ain't that right, uh, Thea, Dimitri, and L.B. Brandon? You two ain't so smart now, is ya? Fine, you caught us. We learned our lesson, and we'll never do it again. You can let us go now. Not gonna happen. Come on. It's not like we actually got a payout at that blackjack table before you goons swooped in. No harm, no foul. <laughs> no foul? Maybe. But no harm? Thea, baby! I think he's serious. Ah! Baby, I've taken more punches for you these last 18 hey, years. lay off my husband. You want to go after someone? Go after me. Ben Lawson? Sheriff Ben Lawson. Unhanded. Nice try, Sheriff. But your uniform's out of date, and I bet that badge is too. The nice thing about magic is it never goes out of date. Doratus Investigio! Roxy Lawrence? Uh, what? What? He stopped in his tracks. Roxy, when did you start casting spells? A lot has changed in 18 years. Not so much with you, I see. Still playing your identity games, Thea? Uh, hey there. I'm LB. LB Brandon. Thea's devoted partner in life. And her reluctant partner in crime. LB doesn't remember us, Roxy. Apparently not, Ben. He used to be my best friend. Here, let's get you two untied. Uh, an aspirin would be nice, too. Let's hurry. I'm not sure how long my spell will keep that guard out. Is LB okay, Thea? Yeah, Ben. He's over talking to that kid you brought with you. That's really Kate's son? Yes. Owen Streeter. All grown up. Time flies. Apparently, so does reality, Roxy. So you remember? Harridge House? Harridge, Nevada? The Harridges? All of it? 
I didn't at first, but over the years, the memories came back. Same for Roxy and me. But anytime I try talking about it to LB, he just gets this clueless look on his face. That tracks, Thea. You lived at Harry's house. Roxy lived and worked at Harry's house. Hell, I secretly worked for Sandra before you came to town, and then I got close to Kate. The three of us were tied to everything that happened there in a way that LB never was. Lucky him. I take it you two didn't show up here just to rescue LB and me from our latest casino caper. We need your help, Thea. Not interested. She hasn't even told you what we need yet. True. And yet, still not interested. I like my life the way it is now, Ben. You're a con artist. I have fun and adventure with the man I love. What if we told you he's in danger? That everyone is? Something bad is coming, Thea. His name is Asgoth. You had already left Harridge House when the Harridges fought him off. But they didn't defeat him. He's coming back, and we need the Harridges' help. But I'm not a Harridge. Remember the whole impersonating Issy fiasco? I'm just good old Thea Dimitri. Yes, you're Thea Dimitri, one of the few people who might be able to get through to the Harridges. If I help, LB stays out of it. Deal? Deal. I'm in. We'll explain on the way. Okay, let me go say goodbye to LB. Looks like that Owen kid is driving him crazy. So your name is LB Brandon? Correct. And the L stands for Landon. Also correct. And the B stands for? Uh, Brandon. <laughs> so your name is Landon Brandon Brandon? Why do you think I go by my initials? Your parents actually named you Landon Brandon Brandon? Was the hospital nursery already full of newborns named Bill Hill Hill and Mark Clark Clark? L.B. Brandon was my father's name. So, you're Landon Brandon Brandon Jr. Some poor guy named Landon Brandon Brandon Sr. woke up one day and thought, hey, I'll pin that name on my kid too. The, uh... Babe, how's it going over there? Sorry to keep you, LB, honey. We should be going, Thea. Who are these delightful people, Thea? Old friends. And I need to go with them for a while. Go where? Not far. I'm not even leaving Nevada. Just northwest for a bit. You haven't heard of the town. Okay. Let me call the office and get some appointments rescheduled. Not us. Just me. Baby? It's okay, LB. Really. I need you to stay here. If that casino presses charges, I'm going to need a good lawyer on the case. Assuming the world survives. I don't know what's going on, but be careful. I will. I love you. I love you too. Always. Come on, we don't have much time. Later, Landon Brandon Brandon. Stop being silly, Charlie. I'm calling you because this doctor is very hard to get an appointment with, but she had a last-minute cancellation, so I booked you for tonight. Mom, I don't want to see one of your fancy fertility doctors. I don't want kids. For heaven's sake, Charlie, you're not going to leave the doctor's office nine months pregnant. It's just a consultation. A conversation. I don't need a consultation. And besides, I can't go this evening. I'm not even in Santa Fe. Not in Santa Fe? Where are you? Nevada. We're driving to... Never mind. It's hard to explain. What on earth are you doing in Nevada? And who is this 
I'm with my friends, Annie and Brooklyn. Brooke. Annie and Brooklyn? Charlie, I know all your friends, and none of them are named Anne or Annie or Annette or Brooke or Brooklyn or Brookie Sue or anything like that. What is going on? Oh, I'm sorry, Mom. The reception of my Linda device is going out. I'll call you later. Sorry about that. Hope she wasn't too loud. It's funny your mom in this reality is so focused on you having kids, Charlie. Why is that, Brooke? When we were kids, our mom, I mean our Kate mom back in the true reality, she was always putting you in charge. You were like a little mini mom. Thanks, Charlotte, sweetie. You know how much I rely on you to take care of this family. Oh, yeah. Uh, How much further until we get to Harridge House, Annie? There isn't technically a Harridge House to get to in this reality. But we're nearly to the land where the house stood in the true reality. We're driving through what would be the town of Harridge right now. See over there? I don't see anything. Exactly. That's where the gas station should stand. Behind it was a patio wine bar. And over there, that's where the library should be, where Mildred hid your mother all those weeks. And across the street, the sheriff's station, the antique store, the grocery store. It's all gone now, like it was never here. In this reality, it never was here, Brooke. Hmm. Well, there's nothing here, but there's definitely something back in New York. Hand over your Linda device, Charlie. I want to check in on that concert I'm missing. You and that concert? The world may be ending. Knock yourself out, Brooke. Linda, tune in to the live cast from Madison Square Garden. Accessing live cast. And the biggest event Madison Square Garden has seen in decades is about to start. If you weren't lucky enough to get a ticket, we'll be live casting the Degog concert all night, including the debut of our hotly awaited new scene. So sit back, relax, and get ready for a night you'll never forget. But first, let's go once again to Degog's mega, mega, mega fan, James Earl Cox III. James, I see you're still excited for tonight's show. Excited? Are you kidding? I can't wait. It's going to change the world. Change the world. There you have it, folks. He's not the only one who's feeling this way. The crowd is massive, and they're getting rest. Turn that nonsense off, Brooke. We're here. Linda, stop livecast. Annie's making me go save the world. Stopping livecast. Annie, what is that over there? Good eye, Charlie. It looks like the remnants of a porch and a door. Is it part of Harridge House? It must be another fragment from the true reality. Given the immense evil and dark powers that accumulated in Harridge House over the years, it's no wonder some of it survived. You're not exactly making us want to go up and check it out. I don't know, Brooke. Seems less scary than your Degoth concert. Ha ha. But seriously, do we need a lookout or something? A getaway driver if things go south? That's not a bad idea, Charlie. Brooke, why don't you remain in the car? was going to nominate myself anyway. Then you can tune into your ridiculous concert without bothering the rest of us. Don't mind if I do. We'll holler if we run into trouble, sis. Yeah, that sis thing still sounds weird. Linda, please resume the Madison Square Garden live cast. Resuming live cast. Jealous.
Try the doorknob, Charlie. I suspect it's unlocked. But unlocked to what? There's nothing here, Annie. No structure, just a porch and a door standing in the middle of the desert. Just try it. Oh my god. When I looked through the door... Carriage house. Yes, I remember it from when I was a girl. And it's time you returned. We're here. We're actually inside Harridge House. <laughs> no, no. Not Harridge House. Harridge World. Those people. I recognize their voices from the radio show. Franklin Strombriar and Mildred Nightingale? Yes, Charlie. Except they're not people. Look at the way the darkness surrounds them. Ghosts? Give the lady a blue ribbon prize. But the two of us aren't the only ghosts here to haunt you. Hello, Charlotte. Don't you have a hug for your father? Th daddy Richard Streeter. And Charlotte's brought a friend. Annie Riley. We never had a chance to meet in the true reality. You killed my grandmother. Not technically true. But I coerced her to kill herself, so close enough. You're a monster. Again, not technically true. But again, close enough. It is a bit ironic, isn't it? What is? All those years ago, during that phone call with your grandmother, she was so resistant to do what needed to be done. There was one simple thing I said that immediately convinced her to put that gun to her head and pull the trigger. What was that? I threatened to kill you, Annie. And now, I finally get to make good on that threat. <laughs> Annie! No! She's dead! You broke her neck! Like cracking the spine in an overdue library book. And you're next, kid. I always did like your sister more than you, Charlotte. Manes abite et nunquan redite. The spirits of Franklin Strombriar, Mildred Nightingale, and Richard Streeter are no more. They will never return in this reality or any other. Who are you? My name is Helen Riley. <gasps> Annie's grandmother. Yes. The woman who originally brought Drew, Thea, and my mom to Harridge House. I'm really sorry about Annie. I sacrificed so much for my granddaughter to avoid this fate. It was all for naught. She was a hero. She didn't have to get mixed up in this mess, but she did, to help the world. But her time to help has now passed, just like my own. Richard Streeter's threats against my granddaughter have succeeded after all these years. And I have carried out my revenge against the ghosts who killed her. There is nothing left for me to do. My role in this tale is done. No! You can stay! Help us! Goodbye, Charlotte Streeter. Miss Riley! Helen! Come back! Linda, increase volume of live cast. Volume. And live here in Madison Square Garden, we're seconds away from D Goth taking the stage to perform her new single. What the? Oh, it's you guys. Hang on, let me roll down the window. Hey, Roxy. Hey, Ben. Hey, Owen. Hey, you. I'm Thea Dimitri. 
Oh, right. The woman who identity thieved my aunt's name for ten years tried to double-cross Sandra Harridge, but then turned out to be not all that bad, considering. Season 2, episode 20. What are you doing, Brooke? And where are the others? I'm on lookout duty. Annie and Charlie went up to the house. What house? I just see a door and an old porch. Things are rarely what they seem here, Owen. What are you listening to? Sorry, wanted to tune into the concert for a bit. Linda? Linda! She said my name! Chill, Roxy. Charlie's Linda device must have heard us talking to you back in Vegas. These gadgets can learn anyone's name. It's pretty standard. I don't think that's the Linda device, Brooke. I think that's the actual Linda Steinkamp speaking to us through Charlie's machine. Roxy! Roxy! I don't have much time. She's coming, Roxy. Asgoth is coming. Asgoth is... Linda. And the woman we're all dying to see is finally here. Degob herself has taken the stage to perform her new single, not just for her legions of fans here at Madison Square Garden, but for the entire world. Hello, my pet. That voice. Oh my god. It's Deborah Ramden. Wait, that nasty lady who tried to open the portal to hell or whatever? Season 3, episode 13. Of course. Degob. D, as in Deborah, Goth, as in Asgoth. Welcome, Madison Square Garden. Welcome, all of the world. Welcome, Welcome to, to the end. end. I have a very special treat tonight for you, for everyone. And now, the moment you've been waiting for, the moment I have been waiting for. Deborah and the Harridges used to put people under hypnosis. She's broadcasting it to the entire world. Live cast continues. Roxy, grab the device. Already got it. 
Error. Error. Hardware malfunction. Linda device shutting down. That should take care of it. Whoa. What happened? Damn. My head's tripping. Brooke. Owen. You are under Deborah Ramden's power. No. Not Deborah Ramden's power. Asgoth's power. This is it. He's making his final attack against the world. And he's winning. We need to find the Harridges. And quickly. Endings. In fairy tales, the princess gets a happy ending. Living a new life. Married to the man she loves. Free from all cares and troubles. That was the ending I thought I had. That was the ending I thought we all had. Not all endings are happy. Some, in fact, most are darker, much darker indeed. As the world, even all of reality, hangs in the balance, we must wonder what the true, final ending for this saga will be. My name is Thea Dimitri. Please don't reveal the secrets of Heritage House. This episode was written by John Adams, directed by Scott Young and Catherine Hampton, and produced by Joe Bly, Heidi Hampton, Mark Helton, and Scott Young. Sound editing and sound engineering was provided by Joe Bly. Music was provided by Mike and Linda Bodinger. The song, You Are an Innocent, was performed by Georgia Maestro, written by Georgia Maestro and John Adams, and produced by Vince Gates and Scott Young. The cast included Annalise Sanders as Issy, Asher Killian as Drew, Heidi Hampton as Sandra, Asher Honor Huang as Blake, Justin Clauser as Josiah, Michelle Calhoun as Deborah and Diga, Nicole Shader as Liz, Caleb Mertz Vega as Ray, Rachel Anderson as Linda, the Linda Device, and Kelly, Anita Kelly as Roxy, Carrie Hampton as Thea, Mark Helton as LB Brandon Jr., Jeff Moore as Sheriff Ben, Catherine Hampton as Mildred, Cody Lindenberger as Richard, Chris Travieso as Franklin, Kirsty Harrison as Annie, Lucille Rayo as Helen, Jenny Helton as Asgoth and Olivia, Tyrus Rayner as Asgoth, Brian Quinn Adams as the radio DJ, Amber Bosworth as Brooke, Izara Vanegas as Charlie, Caleb Shattuck as Owen, Jaden Thompson as Young Brooklyn, Avery Peasley as Young Charlotte, Rhonda Goldstein as Jeanette, and Joe Bly as the Casino Goop. Special appearances by C.C. Dietline as Kate and James Earl Cox III as The Family. This program is produced by KNBC 95.1 FM and Diaz Media Group and is funded in part by donations from our listeners. Please visit our websites for more information. Tune in next time for the final episode of Secrets of Heritage.